Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are my protector and you are my provider and my deliverer. There's no Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. Ladies and gentlemen, this radio show is dedicated to spreading the truth of God's Word, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Feel free to give us a call while we're on there tonight at 713-955-0508. If you would like to email us your questions, concerns, or comments, you can send me an email to srbutler1009 at yahoo.com. You can also contact me at the Carolina studio at 910-491-6405. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this radio show is brought to you by loving and faithful members of the Churches of Christ around the world. If you need help locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to give us a call or send us an email and we'll be happy to assist you. Again, take out your Bibles and follow along with us because you are listening to What a Word from the Lord with your host, Stevie R. Butler.
in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from the Carolina studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to give you a word from the Lord. Let us go to God in the word of prayer that we may thank him for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day, whether it be school, work, or play. And you place it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast at this point in time. And we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, pray that you would be with my co-host, Edward Bishop, on the broadcast today. Pray that you'll continue to bless him in his efforts to sow the seed of the kingdom. Pray that you'll be with our listeners and pray that they may listen well. We pray that they may hear something that will cause them to consider their eternal stance before you and their soul salvation. Father, we thank you so much for Jesus and all that he means to us in this life and in the life to come. Father, we thank you for his precious sacrifice on Calvary. For without such a sacrifice, we would not even have a hope of eternal life. Father, pray that you'll forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. For we recognize that we often fall short of thy will. For this, for this we pray in Christ's most blessed name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us on the show this evening. We got a great show lined up for you today. My co-host, Edward Bishop, he'll be bringing us the first segment of the broadcast. And we have in the community corner, Thetis James. He works for Disaster Relief. Looking forward to hearing his presentation. Uh, Thetis has been on the broadcast before, so we always look forward to hearing his presentation. And then I'll be closing out the show with the lesson as well. So thank you for joining us. Well, what a word from the Lord. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. Enjoy the show. Elijah Rock. Elijah Rock. Shout, shout. Elijah Rock. Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock. Shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock. Shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock. Shout, shout, Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, If I could, I could surely I would, would. I'd stand I'd on the rock with my own the rock, shout about Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock coming up. Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock coming up. Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock coming up. Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock, Elijah Rock coming up.
Listening to What a Word from the Lord. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. Now, my co host, Edward Bishop, and his subject, We Have Seen His Glory. I want to, first of all, once again, thank Brother Butler for giving me the opportunity to present to you a lesson on this evening from God's engrafted word, which is able to save our souls. More importantly, above all, I want to thank the God of heaven for giving me the strength and the ability. Uh, to be able to present to you a lesson on this evening. For the him that we live, we move, and we have our very being. We are because he is. Our illness is simply wrapped up in his isness. I want to study briefly spirit show God is thought and implanted on our minds. We have seen his glory. We have seen his glory. There is a song by Acapella. Perhaps one of the greatest groups ever in Acapella gospel music. They have a song entitled, We Have Seen His Glory. In this sermon, I will be using some of the lyrics from that song, in which I will use to build a monic castle. We have seen his glory. The God of heaven, the great I am, Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father, the wonderful Counselor, the Almighty God. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the resurrection and the life, the rose of shame. Oh, the God who sits high and looks low while we sit low and we look up. The great architect of the world, 
Oh, we have seen his glory in the creation of time. The wall who sits outside of time, set into time, painted the earth with stars, painted the earth with the moon. Oh, that great architect. There was no greater architect in all of creation other than the creator of the heavens and the earth. There is no better painter in all of creation in heaven and on earth. There is no better geologist on earth, better than the great I am. There is no greater herbologist other than the great I am, the God of heaven. Let's look at Genesis, the first chapter, beginning at verse number one. Let's look at how awesome our God is. Genesis, the first chapter, beginning at verse number one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, that's how powerful God is. All God has to do in mountains move. All God has to do is speak. And the oceans separate. From the furnace. God, all he has to do is speak in stars and the moons and the sun. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. And he saw that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness and called the light day. And the darkness called night. In the evening, in the morning, were the first day. And God said, let there be a ferment in the midst of the water. And let it divide the water from the water. And God made the ferment and divided the waters which were under the ferment from the waters which were above the ferment. And it was so. And God called the ferment heaven. 
in the evening, in the morning. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place. And let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God, and he called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters called he the sea. And God saw that it was good. And herb yielding seed. And the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. Who seed in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself, and I saw that it was good. In the evening, in the morning, what a third. And God said, Let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day. From the night. Let them be for signs and for seasons. And for days and for years. And let them be for light in the firmament of heaven to give light upon earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day. And the lesser night to rule night. He made the stars. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And to over the day and the night. And to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Evening in the morning. For the fourth day. And God let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that have life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of the heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth the waters brought forth abundantly. After their kind, and every ring shot after his fall, that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the waters and the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. In the evening, in the morning, what a fifth day. Oh, our God. Is an awesome God. Our God is an all-powerful God. And God said, "Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle, creeping things, and beasts of the earth after his kind." And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind. And cattle after their kind. And everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, God saw 
that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image. In other words, let's make man like us. Let's make man that he is able to see. He is able to make decisions. Oh, our God. It's an awesome God. At the art likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. The image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, plenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the face of the earth. Oh, we have seen his glory in the creator of creation, making creation from, making something out of nothing. We have seen his glory. He fed the thousand that did not have bread. John, the sixth chapter, verses 11 through 15. But not only did he see them physical bread. Not only did he make miracles by feeding 5,000 folks with just five loaves, but he also fed some spiritually. He is the bread of life. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who is after me shall never hunger. And he who drinks after me shall never thirst. Seeing his glory. I saw him bringing people back from the dead. John, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 44. I'm going to read all of that, but we are all familiar with the story of Lazarus. A lady, five days, to go and visit his friend. He knew that after five days, a person truly would be dead. So on the fifth day, he went, called out his name. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Now he called his name because he wanted to say, this bed, come forth. All those who have been in that tomb at that time, 
would have came. Gladly. When I was dead, spiritually, when I was dead and trespassed in sin, God called my name. I'm so glad that when you were dead and trespassed in sin, God called you out of sin. Called us into his marvelous life. Called us into his marvelous kingdom. Called us into the pillar and the ground of truth. Took us out of sin. Fed us righteous. The precious and holy blood of the Lamb. We have seen His glory. Let's look at Ephesians, the second chapter, in verse number five. Ephesians. The second chapter in verse number five. Even when we were dead in sin, has taken us together, have made us live together with Christ. By grace, you are saved, and have raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he may show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us. For by grace, you are saved for faith and not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Notice it is the gift. It is God's unmerited favor. There's nothing on this earth that we could have ever done or even ever make us even come close. God's love is God's salvation. But he loved us so much that he gave his son. He paid a price for us that we could not pay for ourselves. All the good that we do ain't good enough. The Bible tells us that even our right, all of our righteousness, our self-duress in the sight of God. Grace. God's riches at Christ. Oh, we have seen his glory. Look at Romans the fifth chapter. In verse 
number 10. Romans, number 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement. Where it as by one man entered sin into the world and death by sin and so death passed unto all men but they all have sinned. But tell the law sin is in the world. Sin is not imputed when there is no law. Oh, because of Adam and Eve, sin entered the world. But through the second Adam, through God's anointed one, the chosen of God, through Christ and his shared blood on the cross of Calvary, we can now pass from death to life. Oh, we have seen his glory. He made the leopard skin like new. Mark, the first chapter, 40 to 45. Mark, the first chapter, verse 40 to 45. Mark, oh, we have seen glory. And there came a leopard to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and said to him, If thou will, thou canst make me clean. Oh, God, this evening can clean you up from the leprosy of sin. And Jesus moved with compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean. Oh, God wants us to be clean on this evening. God is willing to clean you up. God is able and willing to clean those who are willing to obey his gospel, those who are willing to come on to him and follow him, God is willing and able to clean up the spiritual leprosy on this evening. Oh, we have seen his glory. And as soon as he has spoke, immediately, 
the leprosy departed from him. And watch this. And he was cleansed. Would you like to be cleansed this evening? And he straightly changed, charged them, and for them sent him away. And said unto him, See thou, say nothing to any man. Go thy way. Show thyself to the priest. And offer for thy kinsmen those things which Moses commanded for testimony unto them. But watch this. This is how we ought to be when God cleanses us from our spiritual leprosy. This is how we should be when we see the glory of the sun. But he went out and began to publish it, praise abroad the matter. And so much Jesus could no more openly enter the city, but was about in the desert places. And they came to him from every corner. We ought to be so grateful, so joyous at the glory of God is how he sends us from all unrighteousness, how he took away our sins, that we should be willing to greatly publicize our God is an awesome God. We should be able to go out greatly into all the world and testify of the glory, see his glory. The storm dissipated when he told Mark, the fourth chapter. Let's look at Mark. Let's look at verse number 35. In the same day, when even was come, and he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there were and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship. So that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillar. That's how powerful our God is. In the midst of a storm, here he is, peaceful and calm. Because he knew that he had all power and authority in heaven and earth in his hand. Oh, when you see the glory of God, when you know what God can do, based upon what he has already done, you too can have peace in your storm. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on the pillow. And they wake him and say unto him, Master, perish thou not, very tell 
and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the wind, Peace, be Oh, our God is able to calm the storm in our life. How many times have you been going through a situation, storm, in your life? As long as you keep your eyes on the rock, the storm in your life will have no power and no dominion over you. But the problem is when we focus on storm comes, when we start to focus more on the problem, then the problem solves. That's when we begin to see and we begin to fall because we took our focus off the prize. We took our focus off what it should be on. And put it on the situation that it shouldn't be on. Oh, our God. It's an awesome God. We have seen his glory. So my suggestion is, whatever it is you're going through, whatever storm you may have going on in your life, don't focus on the storm. Focus on the storm comes. Focus on the one who is able to walk on the storm. Your eyes off the prize. Because your God, my God, our God is able to fix whatever the problem is in your life. God is able, God brings you to it. Our God is able to bring you, I may not know what the future holds. Oh, but I know who holds the future. And in that, you and I can take great Consolation in the fact that God is able to handle whatever it is we're going through. God is able to deliver you. God is able to deliver me. God is able to deliver us. Oh, we have seen his glory. He even healed the heart of my son. The 147th chapter, verse number three. So don't worry about having not pink slip. Don't worry about losing your job. Don't worry about losing your car or losing your house. 
Because our God is able to deliver us. As long as we keep the faith, forsaken all, I trust him. And as long as you see your eyes on the cross, God has over whatever it is you're going through. Romans, the eighth chapter, verses 28 through 39. The Bible says, For we know that all things work together for the good of those who trust in the Lord. And are called according to his purpose. And then it goes on to say, but this, we are more after us to him who loved us and gave himself for a simple exact question. He says, what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Your power, principality, and so on. Nothing, these is nothing, shall be able on the love of Christ. Oh, we have seen his glory. Psalm 147 chapter. And we want to look verse number three. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their room. Our God is able to heal the broken heart. Those who may have lost a loved one. God is able to heal your hurt. God is able to heal your pain. Our God is an awesome God. And once again, we have seen his glory. We have seen his glory in one and only Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 3. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 3. Now, faith is the substance of all things hopeful, the evidence of things. Not seen. Praised by the elders obtain a great report through faith. We understand that the worlds are framed by the world, by the word of God. So things which are seen were made were not made. Or things which do but were made by things which do appear. Hebrews 11th chapter. Also, let's look at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Hebrews chapter 1, 
verses 1 through 3. God, who has certain times in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, having these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he have appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Who being the brightness of his glory, and he expressed everything of person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had the right hand of the majesty on high, when he purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of God. Oh, see his glory. Look at Colossians, the first chapter, verse number 15. Colossians, the first chapter, verse number 15. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him, for all things created, they are in heaven and they are in earth, visible invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Oh, we have seen his glory. We have seen his glory in the gospel. Romans, the first chapter, verse 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God until salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now watch this, verse number 17. For there is it, but there is what? The gospel. Is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Verses 1 to 3. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter. Verses 1 to 3. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also you are saved. Keep in mind and memory that what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I deliver unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How did Christ die for our sins according to the scripture? Oh, we have seen his glory. Seen his glory to his chosen people. Matthew, the fifth chapter, verse number 14. We are the light of the world. Oh, we have seen his glory. The light cannot 
be hidden. Just as the moon gives light, sun is the light bearer. We are to bear the light of the S-O-N. We are the witnesses of God's light. We are his light. We are witnesses of his light. We have seen his glory. Let's look at some of the examples of folks who have seen his glory. If you don't believe that the glory of God is great, just ask Job. Oh, you know the story of Job. He lost everything that he had. He lost his family. He lost his sheep. He lost his home. He lost everything that he ever possessed in this world. But not only did he lose everything, he lost everything all at once. He lost his health. He lost his strength. You name it, he lost it. But yet in fear, Job trusted in God. It is the Lord who gives. And it is the Lord that takes away. He says, blessed is the name of God. Blessed is the name of the Lord. I'm going through my going through. But no matter what, he says, I'm still going to trust in God, still going to keep my faith in God. I don't know why it is I'm going through what I'm going through, but my God is able to deliver me, and he kept his faith in God. And at the end of his testing, at the end of his trial and his tribulation, because Job had kept the faith in God, God blessed him with more in the end than he did in the beginning. Oh, that's a lesson for us. If we keep our faith in God when we go through our going through, you know how a diamond is formed. The more pressure applied to a diamond, the more valuable and useful it becomes. That's just like us. The more pressure applied to a child of God, the more valuable it becomes. Keep your faith in God. And if you do so, you're in will be much better than your beginning. We have seen his glory through Job. 
Now let's look at his glory to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, you know the story of the three Hebrew boys who refused to bow down. They said, we don't need to think about this thing. We are not going to bow down before your idol. Why? Because our God is able to deliver us. And even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. And we know how the king was so angered and furious that he had the furnace heated hotter than it should be. And he threw them out of gold into the fire. And the person who it was so fire it was so hot. It's the bird of person that threw him in fire. God is still able to deliver us. And God delivered them out of their fire. God delivered them out of their fiery furnace. But not only did he deliver them, but he also promoted them. Oh, as long as you trust in God, keep your faith in God. See his glory. Our God will deliver us. But not only that, we can see his glory in Daniel in the lion's den. The mouth of Daniel's lion. What he did for them, he is able and willing to do for us. Let's look at Moses in the Israelites. How he was able to make his chosen people at that time able to walk on dry land. Made a way out of no way. While Pharaoh's army was behind them. Oh, we have seen his glory. He says, The faces of the enemy, of who you now see, you should see the faces no more. Because our God is about to do something great. God departed the Red Sea. And made them able to walk on dry land. God made a way out of nowhere. Or if you need some more folks, look at King David and Goliath. Enemies come against you. Say, but I'll come against you in the name of God. And God will help you lose your enemy. 
whatever giants you may be facing in your life. God is able to help you conquer your giants. Oh, we have seen his glory. We have seen his glory in the Apostle Paul, who at one time, you know, was known as Saul, that great tormentor of the church. But one day, God said, I'm going to have a conversation with Paul. And as Paul was on the Damascus Road, God shed a bright light, brighter than the S-U-N. It was the light of the S-O-N. When you see the glory of God, it will cause you to make a change in your life. Oh, Paul, Saul went from being the great persecutor of the church to perhaps, in my opinion, being the greatest of all the apostles. He went to being a five-star general on the army of the Lord, from being an ace to being a saint. Oh, our God is an awesome God. We have seen his glory. God is able to take a night walker and turn her. Our God is able to take a pimp and turn him into a preacher. Oh, we have seen his glory. Our God has is able to take an addict turn into an addict counselor. Our God, we have seen his glory. The one and only son. Oh, I believe my time is up. Seeing his glory in the God. We have seen his glory in the sun. We have seen his glory in creation. We have seen his glory through Moses and through Job and through Paul and the Shadrach and Meshach and the bad Negro. I mean, the Bendigo. We have seen his glory. Oh, time. And turn it back over to our good brother, but thank you for your time and your attention. These are the announcements for the events and activities in the Churches of Christ. If you would like to have your events or activities announced on this broadcast, please contact me at my new business line, 910-491-6405. Or send me an email to srbutler1009 
at yahoo.com on January the 3rd through January the 3rd through the 9th, 2018, the Central Carolina School of Preaching will be hosting their 21st annual lectureship, and their theme will be Family Matters. The host congregation is the Kingsbury Road Church of Christ in Sumter, South Carolina. The zip code is 29150. For more information, please give them a call at 803-775-0510. Their website is Kingsbury Road, C-O-C. Dot org. On October the 1st through the 4th, 2018, the Southeastern Lectureship 2018 will be hosted by the West Oak Grove Church of Christ, and their address is 3455 Highway 51 South, Hernando, Mississippi, 38632. For hotel information and registration accommodation, please contact the ministry evangelist Terry D. Wallace Sr. That telephone number is 662-449-4191. On August the 31st through September the 3rd, 2018, the 87th Annual Homecoming and Empowerment Conference will be held at the Woodland Forest Church of Christ. And their theme will be moving from emancipation to sanctification. Their address is 1515 North Forest Street, Valdosta, Georgia, 31601. And their website is woodlandforest.com. For more information, please give them a call at 229-242-7628. The ministering evangelist is Leroy Butler, Jr. On June the 28th through July the 1st, 2018, the 5th Annual Texas Youth Ministry Camp. Their theme will be Disconnect to Reconnect. Uh, all the ages are from 5 to 25 years of age. And their website is www.tymc.org for registration. The host congregation is the Belmont Church of Christ, and that address is 2700 Cypress Creek Parkway, Houston, Texas, 77068. And their telephone number for more information is 281-440-1910. Their email address is the Belmont Church, of, the Belmont Church at belmont.org. On June the 3rd through the 8th, 2018, there will be a gospel meeting at the Rolling Edition Church of Christ. And that address is 3425 Morris Street, Longview, Texas, 75602. For more information, please call the telephone number 903-753-0516. On July the 16th through the 20th, 2018, the 41st Annual Southeastern Youth for Christ Conference and the venue will be the Georgia Southern University, Statesboro, Georgia. For registration information, please call 1-888-YOU-TH-77. And just to remind you, Stevie B's Media Production presents, we're airing three live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. On Tuesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, from 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'm hosting a live show, What a Word from the Lord, with your host, Stevie R. Butler Radio Show. And each week we will have guest speakers presenting lessons from the Word of God. We also have a new segment, The Community Corner, that's for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our communities. And my co-host, Edward Bishop, he's also a co-host on the Gospel Light Radio Show. He'll be presenting the lesson as well. 
And then on Tuesday night, on Thursday night, we're from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, The Gospel Life Radio Show. On that broadcast, I have eight co-hosts who will be presenting lessons from the Word of God. And each week, two of those co-hosts will be on the air. I'm also taking questions from my shouted out platform on social media, Facebook, and posing them to my co-hosts on the show. On Friday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'm hosting a live show, Stevie B's Acapella Gospel Music Blast. And on that show, the first week of the month, I'm interviewing artists in the Story Glory segment. We're debuting new music on that show. We're featuring old music on that show. The second week of the month, my daughter Tati B, she's my co-host. She'll be doing my whole playlist on that show. And on the third week of the month, I'll be doing the Top 20 Countdown show. On the fourth week of the month, we have the Talent Search show. I give you 60 seconds to stand on the world stage and sing your song. First and second place prizes will be awarded. And once a quarter, we're doing the Marathon Show. That's a three-hour show of one group of artists that I'm featuring on that show. We're just playing their music for the entire broadcast. And artists, if you want your music played on that radio show, you need to send me your MP3 formatted tracks via Dropbox to my email address, srbutler1009 at yahoo.com. You can also listen to my all my shows and on-demand episodes on my affiliate internet radio stations. You can listen to iHeartRadio. You can go to iTunes. You can go to ACARadio.net. You can go to iWaveRadio. You can go to MCCBroadcasting.com. They're airing my shows Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can go to IBC Broadcasting. They're airing The Blast on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also go to my website, Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. And type my name, Stevie R. Butler, in the search bar. You can also go to YouTube, the Church TV Network. Go to Acapella Radio. You'll see them airing my on-demand episodes as well. So call into the live show at 713-955-0508. Now type in the link in your search bar, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. also want to thank my sponsor, Sharon Norwood from Chicago, Illinois. Her organization is Organo, a health product for healthier living. And I want to thank my sponsor, Yvonne Blazing Cracker Gucci from Nashville, Tennessee. Certainly appreciate them for sponsoring these broadcasts. And that will conclude our announcement. Try to get through 
to these sinful minds. I tried and I tried and I tried to get them to change. Some are saved, but I've strayed away, Lord. I don't want them to see that fiery grace. Get the devil's coming after every person. The Lord is coming back. You don't want to be in the wrong. The way you live your life will determine where you will be lost. So don't get caught up in material things like silver and gold. These things are nice, but they will never come to your soul. Stay strong, don't give up, keep holding on, cause this way of life, my God, don't condone. This ain't a game, so don't play with it. It's fast living, this ain't gonna get it. No, 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 no. Don't play with it. No, no. Don't play with it. Your life, your life, your life, your life, your life. services that they are offering to our community. So if you have uh, some services that you want the 
listeners to know about, just contact me and let me know and I can bring you on the show. This is a shout out segment. We just want to make our community aware of what products and services are available to them in their immediate area. So my special guest in the community corner is Thetis James. He works with the disaster relief, relief rather, and he's been on the broadcast before. So he's used to this format. Hey, Thetis, how you doing, my brother? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing just fine. I'm going to give you the floor for your presentation, okay? All right. All right. Good to go. It's on you, brother. Okay. I'm and the business name is Disaster Relief Pose, and we specialize in water damage, restoration, fire damage, restoration, mold remediation, carpet cleaning, flooring, trauma cleanup, um, pretty much anything that got to do with residential or commercial properties. When I say water damage restoration, what I mean is uh, if your home or your sink or washing machine and your home floods and it get on the carpet, drywall, what I do is I pretty much come in and dry it out. Um, if any pad or baseboard, anything that needs to be removed to dry the structure properly, that's what I do. Um, I also help uh, clients or customers uh, file an insurance claim if they need help filing a claim. Um, and with fire damage restoration, it pretty much like anything that's been in a fire, you pretty much demo it. Or if it has smoke damage, odor damage, um, I do the removal of smoke and odor removal so to get the home uh, back to its normal condition. And mobile mediation. Uh, pretty much the same thing. You know, I remediate any areas that contain uh, any visual growth or if you just, um, there's any, say you had a water leak in the past and you just want to get some air samples done to make sure there's no home, you know, coming through your air ducts. Um, I do air samples, swab samples, if you see any growth on walls. Uh, in your bathroom, I take a swab, I could Sample, uh, take a swab sample of that, send out to the lab, and the lab will confirm if you have any growth or if it's uh, in norm, with the normal standard. Um, and also with uh, mold sampling, we do air samples as well. It will take a outside sample and an indoor sample, compare the two, and if your indoor is higher than your outdoor, then you have the issue and you want to get that remediated. And we remediate that by doing something called pepper vacuum, which pretty much is uh, we use special vacuum to vacuum where the growth, where you can see the visual growth, and we apply antimicrobial to prevent the growth from coming back. Um, we also do air duct cleaning. Uh, a lot of people's indoor air quality, you know, isn't the best. You know, if you have a lot of dust, if you see a lot of dust on furniture, you know, you just see a lot of collection of dust on items in your home, your furniture, on the floor, um, that could just be you need some uh, air duct cleaning, and we provide that service as well. Um, we're 24-7, uh, seven days a week, 365. We travel you know, all throughout North Carolina. We'll, we'll even go out of the state you know, if you know our services are needed um, outside of North Carolina as well. Um, we started as a carpet cleaning company with the affordable rates. So if you're in 
Fayetteville, Hope Mills, Spring Lake, surrounding areas, Raleigh, Durham. You know, we travel all over. We do carpet cleaning as well. So um, if you have like a three-bedroom home and a hallway, you know, we use truck mounted system. We have our own water, steam clean, deodorizer, stain remover. You know, if you have a three-bedroom and a hallway, it's 75. Four bedrooms in a hallway, 95. Five bedrooms in the hallway, 115. So we're very, very affordable. You don't have to break the bank. You know when we're doing carpet cleaning. Um, you know, so I think we, I think we're pretty fair. Um, let me see. Um, so um, it's hurricane season. So you know, I want everybody. You know, if you're in the Fayetteville area. South Carolina, you know, we'll go as far as uh, Florida, you know, if it gets really bad. You know, my, the number is 910-364-8796. Uh, we're a small family-owned business. You know, no work is too, no um, project is too big or too small for us. Um, you can check us out on the website at www.drp247.com you know, for more information. As well, if you'd like to um, you contact me by email, if you have any questions or concerns, at T as in Tom, James, J-A-M-E-S, at D-R-P, we're insured, we're licensed, um, we do everything from, you know, we'll, if, it's, uh, if, it's, if your home been 80% burned, we'll, you could knock it down and rebuild your home as if you know better than it was before. So that's what that's what we do here at Disaster Relief Code. Um, you know, Brother, I might question. need to get a quote for some carpet cleaning. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, man. We um, you definitely yeah, that's what that's what that's my baby. Carpet cleaning is my baby. So, you know, that's, and that, see, that's I had and see, I had no idea that that was the kind of services that you was providing. Yes, sir. Yes, see? sir. We do it all. One stop that's, shop. That's what's up. Well, thank you for coming on the broadcast, man. Certainly appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. I thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Peter James. He does disaster relief. Certainly appreciate his presentation. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. Your grace and Thank you, 
From the Lord with your host, Stevie R. Butler. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a subject that I want to discuss just briefly with you on the broadcast today. It's entitled Top Three Challenges Facing the Lord's Church. Just briefly uh, this evening, we want to discuss the top three challenges facing the Lord's Church. For from the moment that uh, man was created by God, 
It seemed that Satan has worked to drive a wedge uh, between man and his creator. Yet, even before sin entered into the world, in Genesis 3, verses 1 through 5, and Romans 5, and verse 12, God has purposed the plan by which man who is separated by sin, according to Isaiah 59, verses 1 and 2, could be redeemed from sin and reconciled unto God who knows no sin. Genesis 3:15, Romans 5, and verse 17. Just as the cross was according to God's eternal purpose, another essential component of God's eternal purpose is the Lord's church, Ephesians 3, verses 8 through 11. According to the scriptures, the Lord's church is according to the purpose of God. The prophecies of inspired prophets, Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 3, and Daniel 2, and verse 44. The proclamation of John the Baptist and Jesus Christ, our Lord, in Matthew 3, verses 1 through 10, and also chapters 4 and verse 17. The promise of Jesus Christ, our Lord, Matthew 16, verses 13 through 19, and Mark chapter 9 and verse 1. And it was purchased by the blood of Christ, Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. Ladies and gentlemen, the scriptures also provide a number of designations for the Lord's church, such as the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 27, Colossians chapter 1, verse 18 through 20, the household of God, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through 15, the temple of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, and the vineyard of God, Matthew 20, verses 1 and 2. Also used within the scriptures and the designation that will be used throughout this lesson this evening is the kingdom of God, Acts chapter 8, verse 12, and John chapter 18 and verse 36. Concerning this designation, in short, the Lord's people have been called out of the world. Just so the term kingdom emphasizes the government feature of the Lord's people. Jesus Christ is our king and his people are his subjects. Christ's kingdom is an absolute monarchy. Christ is the king. And the will of the king is the law. Every citizen in his kingdom is under a divine obligation to obey the law. Ignorance of the law does not constitute a defense for the violations of the law or for a failure to comply with the law. From the moments the eternal kingdom was established on the earth, the kingdom of God has been confronted 
with challenges. From without, the kingdom of God was and continues to be challenged by persecution. Acts chapter 8 and verse 1, Revelations chapter 2 and verse 10. While challenges from without is expected. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the challenges from within that are the most discouraging, most divisive and destructive. For instance, consider the internal challenges that confronts the Lord's church at Corinth as addressed in 1 Corinthians. Internal challenges caused by personalities in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11 through 16. Internal challenges caused by pride in chapter 5, verses 1 through 13, and chapter 11, verse 17 through 34. These were the foundation for discouragement and division at Corinth. Just as eternal challenges confront the kingdom of God in the past, so it is that eternal challenges continue to confront the kingdom of God today. Ladies and gentlemen, the first challenge that we want to talk about is ignorance. Ignorance, ladies and gentlemen. Ignorance. Historically, one of the things that have challenged the people of God has been ignorance. One is reminded of Judges chapter 2 and verse 10, which declares that following the death of Joshua and the generation that outlived Joshua, the Bible says there arose another generation, another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, not yet the works which he had done for Israel. As it relates to ignorance, one is also reminded of words spoken by the prophet Hosea as declared about the people of God in Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. Hosea said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, saith the Lord, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of God. I will also forget thy children. Ladies and gentlemen, of great importance is understanding that knowledge is not only a matter of intellectual, but it's also a matter of intimacy. For instance, the Apostle John declared in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 3, John says, hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Ladies and gentlemen, God desires is not for his people to merely know about him, but God's desire is for his people to know him. Sadly, just as ignorance often confronts the people of God throughout the Old Testament, ignorance often confronts the kingdom of God today. Such ignorance, whether willful or otherwise, will often lead not only to division among God's people, but more so division among God and his people. Number one, ignorance concerning the existence of the kingdom. Colossians chapter 1 
and verse 13. Number two, ignorance concerning the essence of the kingdom. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. Number three, ignorance concerning the entrance into the kingdom. Oh, you must be born again. John chapter 3 verses 2, 5. Number four, ignorance concerning the eternal eternality of the kingdom of God. John chapter 18 and verse 36 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 24. Number five, ignorance concerning leadership in the kingdom. Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 4. Now note, ladies and gentlemen, leadership, leadership in the kingdom is not a matter of position and power, but it's a matter of humble service. See, sadly, while the list could go on, it is imperative that we not be content in our ignorance concerning the kingdom of God, but rather we seek to understand and appreciate those things concerning the kingdom of God. Beloved, let us seek ways by which members of the kingdom of God will be better equipped to tell the loss of this world about the eternal king and his eternal kingdom. Well, what about the second challenge that faces the Lord's church? Well, that is a challenge of involvement. Involvement. It may very well be that the challenge of involvement is the result of ignorance concerning why one is a member of the kingdom of God. Specifically, for what purpose does one become a member of the kingdom of God? Well, often the answer given to this question is, why did you become a Christian? Is so I can go to heaven. That's what most people say. While such an answer is true and good, it does miss an essential component as to why we are Christians. The Apostle Paul declared in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, Paul says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Ladies and gentlemen, the phrase walk in them denotes that the life we are to live as those created in Christ, i.e. members of the kingdom of God, is to be a life of good works. This includes, but is not limited to, evangelism. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 19, and Mark 16, verse 15 and 16. This is commonly known as the Great Commission. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 4, the Bible says they went everywhere preaching the word. This also includes exhortation. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. And in treating the Aaron, Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Often involvement or lack thereof becomes a challenge to the kingdom of God. Because of a, that's why we have a preacher, an elders mentality. 
sadly, when such a mentality is embraced and enabled, many are robbed of the joy of being involved in the work of the Lord. But more importantly, many opportunities are neglected to have others added to the kingdom of God. Acts chapter 2 and verse 47. And then lastly, the third challenge that's facing the Lord's church is immorality. That's right. Immorality. Ladies and gentlemen, perhaps no challenge has confronted the kingdom of God more throughout history than immorality. Such was a challenge to the people of God in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament. While there are many forms of immorality, the term essentially has reference to sin. Ladies and gentlemen, immorality presents a challenge to the kingdom of God because it not only separates the individual from God, it can also result in many others being separated from God. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 through 15. Another reason why immorality presents a challenge to the kingdom of God is because in many instances, immorality goes unaddressed and undisciplined. Take, for instance, the immorality addressed by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. In this particular instance, not only was fornication among them, it was such that is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. That's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5 and verse 1. But however, along with fornication, the church at Corinth had been puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that had done this deed might be taken away from you. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 2. Because of immorality, that has gone unaddressed and undisciplined. At stake were the pretuitive of the soul of the sinner, as well as the souls of those who approved and consented to such immorality. Romans chapter 1 and verse 32, and the purity of the Lord's church, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 6. Ladies and gentlemen, while there are many objections Today concerning uh, addressing and discipline those who refuse to repent of immorality, the scriptures is clear concerning the attitude and actions that the kingdom of God must have towards such. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verses six through fourteen. So, in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, yes, there are also many challenges that exist within the kingdom of God. But the aforementioned challenges are, are among those from within, which we must address and overcome if we desire to be part of the kingdom when Christ presents it to his father without spots or wrinkle or any such thing. May we have the humility to do so. Amen. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. Beautiful love of God. 
child of God and one cannot be a child of God until you are a Christian until you have been born again as the Bible teaches notice I said as the Bible teaches not what people told you not what your preacher said but what the Bible says then you are lost outside of Christ it's not enough to be religious we have a lot of religious people in the world who have not obeyed the commands of the Lord. You see, in order for a man to be saved, man, woman, and child, you must take heed and answer the gospel call. Second Thessalonians chapter two and verse 14. So that's why I'm giving you book chapter and verse for what I'm talking about. You must hear the gospel. John chapter six and verse 45. Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 17. And the facts of the gospel are the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 3. You must believe the same, ladies and gentlemen. James chapter 2 and verse 24. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, the Bible says, without faith. It is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must repent. Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, Jesus said, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you will all likewise perish. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 30, the Apostle Paul said that God commanded all men everywhere to repent. Confess your faith in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 and 33. Jesus said, if you don't confess me before men, I will not confess you before my father. 
You must be baptized in water for the remission or the forgiveness of your sins. Ladies and gentlemen, baptism is not for church membership. Baptism is for the forgiveness of sins. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Acts chapter 10 and verse 48. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21. And if you are a Christian and you have not been faithful in your service to God, you need to decide again in repentance and prayer. Acts chapter 8 and verse 22. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you to visit the Church of Christ in your local area. Amen. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. Cool inside, so cool inside. Don't you want to go? Where is cool Free. 
where we live forevermore. And I say to myself, A wonderful world Heaven A wonderful world Oh yeah Ladies and gentlemen I want to thank you for spending a little time With me this evening on In a study of God's word I want to thank my co-host Edward Bishop He did a fine job in his lesson this evening I also want to thank Thetis James for his presentation. He works with Disaster Relief. Certainly appreciate him coming on the broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we just pray that everything that's been said on this broadcast has been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord has gotten that much stronger because you are tuning into this broadcast and you have given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, may God continue to bless your lives and may he bless you real, real good. Good night, everybody.
You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord with your host, Stevie R. Butler. Episode 72. Y'all don't mind. Let's go back to a time when we really used to have church. We used to have a good time. Praising the Lord, spirit and in truth. I love the old that old brother. Pick up that old hymn book and you know exactly what he was going to say. Sisters got happy. Folks start patting their feet, clapping their hands, and all of a sudden, he break off in a song, something like this. Sing, Jesus. Well, I once was lost in oh, sin, but Jesus took me in, and then the life from heaven filled my soul. Jesus makes me oh, come on, sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, amazing grace. Lord, how sweet the oh, sound that saves a wretch like me. Well, I once was lost, but, but now, now I'm found. Was alive, but now I
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 